Welcome to episode 65 of Three Fans and Five. Coming at you live. Not really. Pre-recorded. Fucking clip clap down there. What are you doing? <laughs> but yes, coming at you from Casa de Manu. As always, on this Friday Eve. Featuring our first ever audience, I suppose. This quiet. We got so quiet at first. You can't heckle. <laughs> We've got Dev Dastardly, Mr. Business, and Mrs. Business. <laughs> She's like, what? Unless <laughs> she comes up with something on her own, which she's welcome to, it's Mrs. Business. You don't have to, it's fine. You can think about it if you think about it. <laughs> Mr. Business is cool. There you go. Point Wow. That's a wild ride. Um, but we are going to go through Hell in a Cell as well as Raw and SmackDown this week. Uh, but ladies, we also do have some business in Emily's. <laughs> we also have some business. Weekly Shamrock Shot. Shame. That, you know my question always on these mm-hmm. evenings is, what are we drinking tonight? Well, as your queen with no crown, I'm a little <laughs> bit disappointed just in general. I'm just gonna say. I think we're both disappointed. Because um, I feel upset. like at two points in that review, we both thought we had her. Oh, I did. I thought I had her. Oh, <laughs> I thought it went really well. Overall. Um, <laughs> from what I can remember, I know at one point I thought I had you. <laughs> you spit chips on my heart. I found a pile. Like you just hit them away in my shirt and look, what is this? Same for later. <laughs> Napoleon, let me get some tops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> Shoot up chips already. <laughs> like a baby bird is like feeding me. You were being very like complimentary. <laughs> I'm just trying to feed you. Baby. You know I'm super trash. And I'm like, I love you. You're the best person ever. You're the prettiest ass. I go from being like Katie Cole. I go pretty like I go from complimentary to like want to fight like really like quickly. Depends what I'm drinking, but either way. All right. Well, now, now that Speaking I'm, of drink. I'm drinking a Blue Moon and also a Mango Passion Fruit Refresher from Starbucks because it's delicious. There you go. Delicious. Delicious. Huh. Well, it's me. I hate you. Easy key. <laughs> so I hate you. I'm the I will give you a black. Also, you're raining. <laughs> you're defending <laughs> undisputed three fans at a podcast. I'm going to give you champion. a champion. your ears. I want to. <laughs> I want to give you a fucking shine. How dare you? I want to give you a quick. Oh, it's like the heat just it energizes me. Just fuels me. I love it. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm drinking a, a Yeehaw Dunkle because I found it again at a different gas station this time where they didn't voodoo me. I was getting a 12 pound <laughs> So there's that. That was the greatest story ever. I'm so That's pretty, You're going to have to go to the other one. Why did you take... I feel like the only physical way that could happen is if some stupid-ass person that's new there decided that, oh, these six-packs that come in boxes, i got to rip them open and put them on the shelf. Put these individual small 12-ounce yeah, like cans. the only way that could have happened. And it does not make sense. I'd be like, why are these like this? <laughs> like, so the one that's what I was like, you're going to have to go and take all of those out of the cooler and put them away because somebody else was going to try to buy one. Guarantee. And I guarantee. I can't goddamn tell you. Alrighty, and it's a Carnegie, Kyoko, Kuzcat, sitting at the goddamn table. All that coffee. Every fucking thing. It's so good. You're just as much of a loser as I am. I don't care, I'll still be mean to you. I don't understand. I'll be mean to both of you, but. The losses are the same. (laughs) 
We both lost equal amount of times, didn't we? Because then we still had Phil. Well, wait. Who actually was the biggest loser on this pay-per-view? Because I don't really remember. And I didn't go back I think and I tied. No, I think you did tie. You were tied. Who would think Ms. Maurice tied us? Oh, oh, I think it was a three-way tie. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a three-way tie. So, oh, that's right. It was the end of I'm pretty sure you asked several times the pay-per-view when we kept having to say that. You're like, who's in the lead? It's like, it doesn't matter. You're like, oh. <laughs> Then you asked about five minutes later. <laughs> I loved you at that paper. Honestly, <laughs> I enjoyed it fairly. I feel like I was doing it more. <laughs> it was the... Um, I started to be hyped. I was like, what? Dogs of War mini shield match. <laughs> that yeah. was the one that decided it. Uh, uh, it so quickly. It did. Um, but yes, I am drinking course, and you can get to that. Still paving that road to WrestleMania. And I'm getting ready to do a shot with Hot Kilo, because I still have that from the beach, and it needs to get gone. To so get cheers to Cheers. Who? I kind of want to, but at the same time, I'm like, no. Mm. No, I'm not. I don't want to. Negative. Negative. I gotta get up too early and do too many things tomorrow to even attempt it. Because I'll do one and be like, I can do two, three more, and then be like, no, fuck. Why did she not do that? Yeah, exactly. Don't do any. Don't. Don't do any. So, a little bit of business. A little bit business. Uh, so Rey Mysterio was actually officially re-signed with WWE. I believe it was a two-year deal, two year but deal. Uh, after 18 months, he can leave with a notice. I'm putting in my two weeks. Like, is that like, you is that what it is on is you put in the two weeks? Or is it like, like a two months? Like we have an extensive storyline, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't I duck out in two weeks. Two days? How much notice is notice? I mean, I feel like they're just going to take what they can get with him. I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah, same can do thing, that. Like, Give us 18 months. Same thing like the restaurant. It's like, I'm just not going to show up for my food tonight. <laughs> well, I'm just... <laughs> I've decided nay. Yes. Nay, nay. So, um, there was that. There... Uh, what else was there? Was there something else? Or business? Oh, actually, we didn't talk about this earlier as business, but the May Young Classic. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, so we actually literally just watched this. I didn't watch the first bit of it. I yeah. just got through the last two matches, which, but, um, it was Tony Storm versus some lady named Jenny. Just Jenny. Just Jenny. Just Jenny. Just Jenny. Is that her thing? I'm just Jenny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, that was the second match. It was, uh, Caitlyn versus Kavita Devi. can see this, but she looks over Did I do good? Did I do good? Tell me I did good. And then uh, Karen Q versus ZLE. And then the last one was Mia Young versus Allison Cave. That was really good. I did watch that whole match. It was really good. They were all very good. I uh, mean, yeah. I mean, from what I saw of the Tony Storm match, that was Winners good. were Caitlyn, Tony Storm, uh, Zeely, and Mia Young. Mia Young. Yeah. Really good. Yes. Mia Young was great. Oh my gosh. I need to go back and watch something. I haven't watched that yet. I did well to watch one of my I don't think it's... 
as good as the first one. Like, the first one was just so yeah. Like, I feel like from start to finish, yeah, every single match. Yeah. But it was like, the first, like yeah. the first ep- well, not episode, but like the segment they let out was kind of like some of the matches, but meh. Yeah, they're like not bad. I think all of the matches in the main class are better than a lot of the matches that WWE does on their weekly shows. Oh, yeah. Even the bad ones, you're still like, yeah, better than I was fine. Bring out just the women. Just out come the women. And all the women. But uh, yeah, it's just nice to see something different. So, uh, oh yeah, a little Shamrock shout out, also known as Shamrock Shake. For those of you who don't know, Ken Shamrock just randomly started following our Twitter, our pod Twitter account, so we feel the need to give him a little shout out every week. Sometimes it's something in history, sometimes it's something from his social media, um, sometimes it's just talking about how desperate we are for him to come back to WWE and get that championship that he never got. Um, but actually, on this day, 25 years ago... On September 21st, 1993, Pain Craze Hybrid Wrestling held its first MMA event at Tokyo Bay NK Hall in Japan. And in the main event, Ken Shamrock submitted uh, Masakatsu Funaki with an arm triangle choke in 6 minutes and 15 seconds, which was the longest fight of an hour not. Wow. So just a little throwback 25 years ago. That's the longest she, <laughs> she, yeah. that was the longest one that entire night, just over six minutes. Ooh, crazy. Oh, crazy. Anyway, Ken Shamrock, we love you. He's the bass. Oh my god. Shamrock number Brian one. And I, Mr. Business and I watched, uh. Use my real name. Sorry. <laughs> was it King of the Ring 98? Yes. Shamrock made it thin. Versus uh, Rock. I mean, the entire time I was like, this guy. Mm-hmm. It was Shamrock. He was. But so yes. But so yes. We'll, uh, That's what she had to say. Oh boy. Which, to be honest, from what I remember, yeah. Actually, no. I went back to my research. Yeah, sorry. Um, it was a really good pay per view up until what happened happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it was really good, actually. <laughs> what happened? It was one of those where I didn't have my hopes set very high, but it was really good. Yeah, I thought this was actually going to be a very terrible pay-per-view. Maybe that's why it seemed so good, because you're... You set the standards way low, yeah, that's, then that's how it works. <laughs> no. Oh, goodness gracious, it all just went away. Yeah, it all just went away. But uh, so yep. pre-show started off with the New Day versus Rusev Day for the SmackDown t- titles. Honestly, I thought they were gonna have like another match to in there, but clearly that didn't happen. But um, no, not that you know. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just <laughs> oh, fine at this point. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, it was an okay match. Uh, I feel like we were all on pins and needles because well, you and I were watching. There was a. A little bit differing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people picked Rusev Day, which they should have. That's huge. Oh, it was. <laughs> yes. I think there were some really good spots in this match too. Oh yeah, I think Aiden actually had some really good spots. Which you really don't get out of him. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think he's a bad wrestler. I just think they use it more for like pushing like an actual ballet. Yeah. Let me be your manager. But I mean, he's obviously athletic, so. Uh, didn't we have a debate on who was Taylor 
Seamus over Aiden English. I honestly think that Seamus looks paler because of his hair, but I don't know. I think Aiden English is paler than him. I just feel like every time he gets touched, he just gets red. Like if he Someone just poops him. Oh my god. Like sometimes like you're bleeding. Oh no, you're just oh. really red. <laughs> like oh my, oh my god, stop hitting him. I went out in the sun for two seconds. Oh god, I, I don't think you can go in the sun. <laughs> I just think don't I'm, go in the sun. Don't ever go in the sun. But overall, yes. Um, but yeah, so the new day ends up retaining after seeing the. Oh, I know what that feels like. Oh. <laughs> She comes in right at the moment to make a jab. Yeah, She's asking for a knuckle sandwich. Mm-hmm. Sounds tasty. Get out of my crotch, bird. <laughs> she loves crotches. I know that sounds so weird that people can't see that's a dog. Yeah, get out of my Sit down, come back from the bathroom. You called me a bird. I mean, she was like ears deep up in there. Uh, yeah, so they end up uh, <laughs> retaining after Aiden English and Rusev have some friction. Uh, English kind of looked like he was going to get the win and mm-hmm. just some shit went down. Just, just some shit. He'd rather not talk about it. And there's more about that on. Yeah, uh, like. On SmackDown. Friction end leads to a yeah. SmackDown something or another. Yes. Uh, but then afterwards, <laughs> backstage at Hell we have Baron Corbin. Confronting McFoley, talking to McFoley. Mm-hmm. And I just, I didn't really understand why this was here. Yeah, I don't know. It's filler. See, McFoley alone. Right? They're talking, and then Baron's like, I'm the acting general manager. Like, I feel like it's always this. I'm the acting general manager. Before, all he said was, I'm the constable. Oh, and he's like, I have to make my, you know, my first pay-per-view as general manager, like, unforgettable and all this shit. Right. But so we get to the. Don't worry, Corbin. People are talking about it. <laughs> you exactly. have to um, so we get to the actual main pay per view. We get a uh, first match, Hell in a Cell match with Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. Yes. And it was so good. It was I so love it. God, God hell in my ear. Yeah, hell in my ear. I wonder how many times they like had to do this. He's like, how many times can I twist this? Let me know when it hurts. One more time. Right. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Had something worked out, like a tap or something. Yeah. Or like maybe they practice it, and he was like, he knew how many times. Time. Like, yeah. yeah. And then before it's like, but it was also kind of dangerous, like when he kind of broke away. Yeah. I was like, still oh. like, what if you fell and just like? That's what I was worried about. Was him just like, like taking it out? Was, and it, it was so oh. good, and it was so. I love Randy Orton, and I love when he's like this. Like. Also, this is what they do with him, though. They always take him off TV for a while, and I feel like they bring mm-hmm. him back, and he's like, I've got a list of people I've got to murder. Yes. Murder Orton <laughs> is back. Murder Orton is like back. One of the things is still out. We <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything with him. But, like, before they ever got to the screwdriver thing, it was the, uh... What the fuck is She's that? just having a time. Oh, okay. I know what that sounds Honestly, if you but, um, anybody, just the, uh, the upside down ladder... Oh on yeah! The, oh on yeah! The floor we outside of the ring. Who's gonna go through that? Yeah, and and then after it happened, I was like, "What? what? Do, well, do it again. But I'm like, "There's no, there's no way to do anything like to make that. that safer. Like, to right? Make that, you can't yeah. land. Because when Jeff went through it, I was like, "Oh, you saw that one side broke. It, the yeah. hinge broke, and I'm like, that's probably cut him somehow right. on his way out. Like, it was just dangerous. And he wears long pants, so. Yeah, good way like, that, that whole well, I was like thinking like through his you yeah, know. and I feel like I couldn't really tell because he always wore he's pretty covered. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, like Randy Orton also 
Ripped that's a chunk out of his brain. Oh, yeah, and it was like you could see the piece of skin and hanging out. He, oh. he put a picture of the skin after it got taken off on Instagram. I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't yeah. actually see that. It was like a, like a ribbon. Yeah, it was like, str- like a worm to me. It was just like. <laughs> so this was the uh, House of Horrors match that we never got, basically. Like, this was actually very horrifying. This didn't really. need to be enough. Um, but house. The match it really didn't have to be in a house, guys. You didn't have to take the screwdriver out of the house, put it in that cage. And there it was, you go. It was so good though. This was a this was one of the matches that I honestly didn't have the highest hopes for. They fucking but, pulled out a classic yeah, right. other ass. Well, so just like, because of our, earlier in the year, Jeff Hardy and his like missed whisper in the wind and fucked up twists of fates and, and just didn't. I hoped it would go well because it was Randy Orton, but I was afraid it wouldn't because of Jeff Hardy. I know that sounds terrible, but that's how I felt. So fuck it. Um, but basically, the match ends up ending with the Hardy kind of hanging on to the top of the cell, still inside the cell, but like swinging back and forth. <laughs> oh Randy Orton's on a table. Yeah. And then he like gets to his peak and he lets go, and Randy Orton rolls off the table, and mm-hmm. I feel like Jeff just went fucking face first into the table and yeah. saved it, and I was like, good. Good guy, that man. was yeah, I was like, oh, good. Of course, I took Hardy out on a stretcher. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. I'm pretty proud of him for you know, swinging about because I would have been like, oh, I'm not yeah, swinging hard enough. Yes. <laughs> oh god, now I'm hanging. Now I'm hanging for the ring. I missed the table. <laughs> I don't remember what I was doing during this match, but for some reason I didn't. I wasn't looking when they had the table and he had Randy Orton on it. And then so when I look back and I see what happened. It was just Jeff Hardy just letting go and falling on an empty table, and I'm like, what? "Why did you do that?" Got he and he was him. over there, and I was like, "Did he miss him?" And John was like, "No, he totally missed the whole Randy actually being on the table." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that makes yeah, a lot more sense." Yeah, I was like, "Jeff, oh, Jeff, oh, maybe you should get whispered." <laughs> just totally, heart, he was totally in the wind. He was. Uh, um, mm. but very good match, very brutal, very surprised. That's brutality, I won't lie. Mm-hmm. Their kind of seems to shy away from this kind of shit now. Yeah. Look at them go. Look at them go. Look at them actually pull it off. Mm-hmm. Right. That was People are bleeding more these days, not like that. Let them bleed. Let them bleed. Especially at home. So. But that's exactly. If there if there's a cage around that, that ring, I need to see blood. Yes. Exactly. No. Yeah. I, I don't care if it's tax. It does. It's Ambrose and was it Ambrose and Jericho. And then the tax. Yeah. 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 I don't care. Asylum match, which yeah. is basically the same. Yeah. I don't care if it's tax. I don't care if it's <laughs> things about. Screwed <laughs> 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 about. <laughs> I want blood if there's a page. But I feel like in in wrestling lore, if you will. <laughs> I don't know why it's just oh, sound like. But um like if, if your feud gets to a point where you have a cage match, it's like Oh, we gotta continue on the game. We have to continue this rage. All sort of right. Yeah. I miss the days of somebody getting their face raped across. People, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the cage. Oh, well. That'd be so good. So, like, do not do that to me, ever. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want you to do that again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I think after that we have the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Oh, oh shit. I, I love this, this match. Is, see, the beginning of this game review was so good. Their build up was fucking fantastic. Right, mm-hmm. and then the ending just was utter horseshit. Yes. But sometimes I feel like <laughs> WWE is like a book 
where they write the side characters very well, but their main characters they can't like write. Like lackluster. Yeah. Can't write for shit. So you're like, I yeah. really don't give a shit about this main storyline. Mm-hmm. These side characters, like if you expound upon that, you'd be like, because oh, it's basically like your pay per view was fucking solid up until a point, and then you got to that main event, main just, character. So I forgot what I was overarching. But I got like, why? Why? I forgot what I was listening to or reading and it may have been that episode of uh, the pre pay-per-view episode of uh, Chicken Ropes where they they basically described it as um, trying to create interesting storylines with uninteresting characters so there's that <laughs> meet you on that for a minute wow so uh, yeah Becky versus Charlotte oh shit Becky Lynch but yes um, Becky versus Charlotte uh, very good match in my opinion Mm-hmm. I was on pins and needles towards the end. Like I oh, just the back and forth. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I was this like, is where I thought I took all the miracles. Like I won yes. this match, so I was like, pretty stunned. Seeing him, I was like, I've got this. Yes. But then <laughs> clearly, I didn't. Clearly, no. none of us actually. Even though did. I picked, like, no. like I was, I was really happy that Becky won. Oh, yeah, yeah, it made yeah. it made sense. Like I feel like I made mine make sense. But either way, you know, you could. But oh no, yes. Yeah. Solid. That's the one part of wrestling where you're making solid. predictions is you're like, I can and make mine make sense and I can make yours make just, sense. So you're like, I don't know. But me picking Becky was definitely a hard pick. Yeah. I wasn't 100% sure that they were going to give it to her, of course. But to be honest, I actually have heard it was a last minute decision. I just thought that with how well this feud is doing, that they were definitely going to try to carry it out. Yeah. I feel like they were going to try to do a hokey ending. Mm-hmm. So the only way to do this is have Becky win Charlotte probably win it back. But. Mm-hmm. Um, very very good. She worked the arm pretty much the entire match on Flair, and at the end got the disarmor. And I love at the end after where Charlotte she had to, Charlotte went to like raise her hand and she was like, "No, this is not moment." You're not like, stealing my glory mm-hmm. again, which also leads into something that happens. <laughs> right, I just like slow clap. I was like, that was probably the best part. <laughs> I mean, the match was fantastic, but I was like, don't make you know, and not yeah. that I would have made up, but like, don't yeah. You know, and, I was, like, and I thought that was a really. I thought that was a really good moment since they tried it, since they basically ditched the whole full on Vicky heel turn and just turned her into an anti hero because I mean, that's the best you can do honestly it was like the Braun Strowman been, thing yeah, but it's anti hero everybody loves Becky Lynch it mm-hmm. works oh yeah she could I think it's a little early to call it but if they were to keep her with this mm-hmm. instead of turning her baby face anytime soon yeah she could be a woman stone cold easily. Easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's building. She's building to it. It's whether they'll keep it or not is the thing. Yeah. If they're smart, they'll do that. They won't. They're not smart. They oh, no. <laughs> they absolutely. <laughs> Pops I laughed so hard out loud when I watched that, when I just like, was scrolling through. Like, I don't think I'd laugh that hard just watching something on my phone like where I couldn't contain it. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, it just, it cracked me up so you. bad. It's, Tina, yeah, just go any other way. <laughs> no, just went the way. Uh, but yeah, so Becky makes a bad idea. <laughs> Becky makes Charlotte tap and retain, or not retains, wins. She is now the two-time SmackDown Live Women's Champion, and mm-hmm. she did which no, I would imagine she the first. No, she's gonna be a two-time SmackDown Live Women's Champion, and she was the first though. She was the first, but at mm-hmm. my point, has there been a repeat? Like a two time? Charlotte? Uh, I think we're yeah. right, yeah. She got, yeah. It, 
she gives back and forth. She mm-hmm. always has it. So her and Charlotte, I think, are actually tied. Charlotte she had it and then Carmella. Mm-hmm. And then got it back. Mm-hmm. So her and Charlotte would be tied. Right. Ah, that's an interesting twist that they probably will never use. What's that? that? They're both tied up, too. It's going to be top, top stack down chain. Oh, yeah. No, they're going to do that. Now, <laughs> the women's match and this next match, I think, are my... Picks for top matches. Oh my god. Um, okay. The raw tag team. Oh, the outcome of that women that women's match. Definitely. This match was my favorite fucking match. All your that it long. was so and the oh yeah. Okay. It was good. Raw tag team championship. Uh Doc Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Min Shield, aka Sephron's and Dean Ambrose. Mm. So many spots in this. I don't oh, even know so where to it was just it was sick. But right in the at the Ambrose right near the end. A lot of chain wrestling, which is nothing. It's not cable, but it hasn't been a style of the WWE for. No, men. but I'm telling you, had some jujitsu moves in there. That old. Right? That's like, what I was God, Dean, like with the takedowns and stuff. All the groundwork. He he really worked on some jujitsu and stuff. He was gone. And oh just came came in with a whole new moveset, which is nice. I wish more wrestlers when they're out. And then they come back, would come back with some new shit and like refreshed. And so you just, yeah. Bray Wyatt, take a new. Don't just put on a fucking apron and come back and do the dang thing. I was in the pond for your packaging. Through the lake of reincarnation, it's the pond of repackaging. <laughs> I want to pour bleach in that pond. <laughs> Kill all of the packaging. All the mower of lawns. I want that shirt so fucking bad. <laughs> The mower of lawns. We should just give Brian that shirt. <laughs> That'd be good. Yes. Yes. Um, so many spots, but it was really at the end. The very quick succession between, was it Rollins and Ziggler? Yes. Because. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to. Rollins kind of goes for the. Was it the Falcon Zero? Superplex Falcon Zero. Mm-hmm. And then he, he was lifting Ziggler in the air for the second part of it. And yes. then McIntyre hit him with the uh, Claymore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Claymore. Fucking knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, oh my god. Ziggler on yeah, top of the Yeah, because he was both kind of looking for oh, something and he's like, was so good. And then McIntyre ends up carrying Ziggler out. Like, <laughs> like a, well, not like a. Baby, you should Oh, it was so good. Oh, it was wild. so good. I just took the cap to all four men. Every everyone did good that match. I'm pretty Stop sure the yes. four of them put in the most work. They were like, we're gonna put on the fucking ball. on the whole show. And boy, they did. Like so, so good. those ones. They're all so impressive. Talented. Let them give till the end of time. Right? And please. Right. I'll take it. This, kind of like with the this should have been the Usos in New Day when they were. Right. Yeah. That was the same thing. I didn't keep watching. Yeah, just let them keep doing their thing. So, then uh, backstage, special guest referee Mick Foley. There's a lot of backstage stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. Not that I mind, but at least make it make sense so or interesting. Make it relevant. Add yeah. something, not just awkward run-ins between people. Um... But he stepped up to Strowman backstage and he's like, you know, we should have a talk before the match. And uh, Strowman 
was celebrating, of course, the victory of McIntyre and Ziggles, and then basically told Foley to stay out of his way and just worry about the one, two, three count. Well, unless he wanted to rebel. And when he said that, I was like, oh, shit, don't, don't. I know, like the entire time. Don't, don't make Mitch him up. We just fixed him. Right. <laughs> he's fragile. He's fragile. He's Italian. He's fragile. Must be a boat. Um, so then we have, oh my god, okay. See, there were so many great matches this week, just... It frustrates me when I see AJ, like, basically in the middle of the card, and I'm like, I know you gotta keep people interested, but also, like, put him a little bit towards the end. Give him the main event, maybe. I feel like having these three matches back-to-back-to-back is one of the reasons why it seems so great, because Mm -hmm. you had all that, like... You really had that climax. Yeah, you really had that build. You're like, ah! Basically, any climax involving AJ Styles. But that's my point. Is like, should that have not? If you had that the back half of the show, would not that have kind of bounced it away? Yeah. You you end on that, right? You end on the orgasm. You don't orgasm halfway through. That's premature ejaculation. The rest of it is just unneeded uh, And then at the end, they just got no crime left. <laughs> no towel or nothing. I did Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. This. Yes. That was right. it. It just comes in your face and leaves. Like, doesn't even put his pants on. <laughs> Dig out. Just, just didn't come in with pants on. Hey! He came on my favorite throat pillow. It was just like, he was cute and then walked bitch. out. Do you want to come on my dad, too? <laughs> Sorry. So it came on my versus Mojo. Grandma's boy. Yeah, I just I had to. Oh, yeah. That's all. I oh think. my god, I haven't watched that so long. I love it's that a great movie. fucking movie. It's I love so that movie. Good. I like when the grandmas make the tea and they get the fucking high and shit. They're just watching a. Oh, what is that? Oh my god, that. Me and my mom show. used to watch the show. It came on BBC show. all the time. Antiques Roadshow. Yes, Antiques Roadshow is the best fucking shit in the world. Like, oh my god. Yes. Yeah, it's just so smooth, Joe. Fucking great match. Oh, yes. Oh, so good. Okay, so, and the end of this was crazy where. This was, I think, the last you're pretty drunk for this match, but I think after that... No, I remember this vividly. I'm not that I wasn't drunk, but I do remember this. I kind of remember the next two matches, and then... So, Joe takes AJ down to... Chinatown. <laughs> take it down. Um, okay, so Joe... Let me back up. I know one. <laughs> So, um, okay. Styles hits Joe with a Pele kick, but Joe wasn't out enough that he couldn't reverse a phenomenal forearm into a coquina clutch. So, um, so, so he Styles was trying to get to the ropes, and he like, yeah, he flipped backwards over him. So where Joe's shoulders are, and so at that point, I guess on the other side where you can't really see at this point, he's. Kind of tapping on his... He was tapping, like, 
is down inner, there. Yeah, or, like, yeah, like, like, yeah, around, was, yeah, like yeah. around his, up under his, but then not in his arms. All the rest saw yeah, the that Joe's children so were down. So AJ tapped, but the ref can't see it because he's on the opposite so, side. Yeah. And counts the pin because Joe's shoulders are dead. Exactly. So they basically screwed Joe. Which I actually really like this ending. I think it makes it not that the feud itself wasn't interesting, but you can only go so long with him. With me? With me? I'm going to be your daddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that only goes so far to the point where it's either creepy or it's old. Like, we're both. Yeah. But now they have this whole renewed, like, I got cheated. Like, I'm going to fucking murder you sort of thing. Like, you fucking tap it. Like, where he later was like, you know what you did. <laughs> You know you tapped, you bitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, if the look is I feel just like, like if, Becky, if Becky can call Charlotte a bitch, like, I don't understand oh, yeah. why you for can't be like... For the minute, they have all the words for Roman Reigns, you know that. Mm-hmm. There's only a certain amount of love between both friends. So it was like, Roman Reigns, and I can say Christmas has been since. So yes, after that phenomenal match, we have Miss Maurice versus Dan Bryan and Brie Bella. And this was okay. No. I'm just kind of disappointed it? seeing the Miz and Danny Bryan in shitty matches. Yeah. I don't know if and I know if you do take it to mix tag match. I feel like the only reason I was excited about this was because when they first announced it, they said Hell in a Cell, and I thought it was inside a cell, and I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this could be taking it to the next level of these shitty matches. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized it wasn't, I was like, okay. yeah. I don't need this in my life. I'm done. I don't need it. I don't want it. But yeah, basically it ends with a... Uh, Murray's. Yeah. Oh, what, wait, okay. So isn't this the one where she kind of stole it? Uh, Maurice? Yeah, Maurice. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, so... She ended up, uh... Uh, Bree threw Maurice into the Miz, who got knocked off the ring apron. Maurice yeah, reversed and a pinning she, combo. And then she pulled her tights. Yeah. Right. And kept her down. That's what it was, because I was like trying to remember if I was thinking about the pay-per-view or another match from the weekly show. <laughs> that sounds really bad, but... <laughs> I was drunk by this point, too. <laughs> this is where I started getting a little fuzzy. I remember the beginning of this, and that's about it. This is when you kept calling me beautiful, rubbing my face. <laughs> I really appreciate Sometimes it. I have to rub faces. Sometimes. Just like, it was really nice, but I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that was the Chappelle facial expression you just had. Can I rub faces? <laughs> Sometimes you can rub faces. That was a great one. Um, so the next match was the Raw Women's Championship. Rowdy Ronda Rousey versus Little Miss Bliss. Little Miss Bliss. And... Ronda gets it. With their arm I mean, bar. which you knew that she was going to get it. You knew she was going to get it with arm bars. Mm-hmm. Especially when they kept being like, who has a better arm bar? I'm like, is there really a comparison? I'm pretty sure one of you is known for that and the other one is not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Let's that might be I did actually go back and rewatch this in the other match because I've got to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got I think to. this match went a little longer and a little better than I thought. Yeah, not no. that I thought it was gonna be a squash because it's Alexa. They're not gonna right. squash her. Right, but I'm 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 glad for Ronda that it went longer. I feel like they both did pretty well. Honestly, yeah. she did really. I was kind of impressed by some. I was pretty high on Ronda, and then not that her raw this week wasn't terrible, but <laughs> it, was, it was awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. The match yeah. itself wasn't necessarily. 
No. Good. All I know is she seemed like she was actually crying. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm crying for my guys. Just like. But I feel like for both of them, they just hold it to your I feel like they both made each other look good, though, in this match. Yeah. They both put each other over. Yeah. So I'm proud of them. Proud of you, please. Good for it. And then this shit show happens. Ooh. Yeah. So it's almost like that mixed match. Tag match uh, kind of gave you a lull. It was over the top. So you're like, no, okay. Still cheeky little fun, but not the best. This match, pretty good. And then you, and then you get this. Oh. So oh. basically you've got a very good pay per view going on. Uh huh. And then you get to this. Are you sure the and then you match? get to this. Well, then, okay, before that match, though, so, uh, Samoa Joe's backstage. Oh, yeah. And oh, he's yeah. talking to SmackDown General Manager Page. Smackdown Page. And, well, he's. He's pissed, and she steps in to try to calm him down. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to have this, and I'm not going to wait until three weeks uh, for the Super Showdown to have my rematch. And Paige refused to make the match any sooner, and Joe said, fine, if it's going to be a Super Showdown, it's going to be a no-DQ match. And Paige was like, that's fine. they're going to let Joe have it. Oh, I think they will there, yeah. But I think I think will. So I think he'll get it back. Oh, yeah, but I'm still so excited for Joe. Because yeah, this is yeah. the first one in the WWE, more well, besides NXT, but main roster. Yeah, yeah, main roster. So fun. Uh, yeah. So there was that exciting moment before this mm-hmm. fucking garbage fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> garbage garbage fire. fire. It wasn't even classy enough to be in a dumpster. It was just a pile of trash. It was just a pile of trash in the middle of the road on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Who did that? And why? So I'm just going to go and ruin the ending of this. Just get it out of my face. Get it out of my face. going to go and ruin the ending of this because I have a question to pose. Mm, go ahead. In which case, we can go back. Yeah, two some other spots. Yeah. So at the end of this match, Brock Lesnar, who was back? Question mark. Kicks, in, kicks in the cage door, which I want to be like, if it's that easy, how come the monster didn't get out? Not even that. How how has no one tried that ever? I feel like you guys are chaining these. Kick it so down. Just literally like, ah. Did you guys twice? You literally just kicked it twice. <laughs> Heck in a cell. Good. Well, heck, heck, so. He lays waste to Reigns and Strowman, so match ends in no contest. So my point that I want to ask is, mm-hmm. do you ladies think that if he had not intervened, whomever could have won? But do you think it would have been a great match? Had there been no Lesnar intervention? No, not really. Up until that point, still was not satisfactory. I mean, not, not to be the main event of something that I can not to be a Hell in a Cell match and to yeah. be the main event. I honestly think it wasn't, before that happened, wasn't the worst piece of shit I ever saw, but I was still kind of, like, concerned about the ending. Like, I was like, how are they going to do this? And I just... It might have been a good Monday Night Raw main event, but not, a, just done not headlining in the final A random movie. Cell match where you climb out and over or whatever. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a Hell in a Cell match. Definitely. Not. I do agree. I do agree. Um, I feel like there were a lot of other matches that deserve more deserving spot. and just. I'm telling you, that damn tag match. Pretty much. How are not? This and the. Tag this and the mixed tag match, Excuse which me. I think the mixed tag match is what a mixed tag match is. It's over the top and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not the best on the show. Definitely probably the second to worst, but. Because it's what it is. Not- but you can't compare. Yeah. So this. A mixed tag match against like 
Adrian's Mojo. Exactly. Like, yeah. you can't do that. And this should have this should have been on par with Adrian's Mojo. It's just no, no. Well, and it even should have been a step up if it was going to be your fucking main event, and it wasn't. No. Which frustrates me because AJ delivers every time in every pay per view since this damn shit. Like, and he he's been lower on the card or earlier on the card. Sometimes right before main event, the features Roman Reigns. I just this is what I don't like about them putting the two brands back together on a pay per view. It's this kind of thing. Because you've got your top guy who's doing way better. Or, and he's just more talented overall. Right. But you've got your guy who's like super naturally talented. He's gifted. He's great. He's awesome. He delivers every time. He's a crowd favorite. He's over. He's as over as he's yeah, ever going to get. Yeah. And you put him before the guy that you put in the main event who you cannot get over. Who is a fucking waste of time. But basically, anyway, I'm, I'm, I could rant for days about that, and I will not. So, <laughs> just for the sake of this. Arguably, to me, the best point of this match is when they wear McIntyre, Rollins, and Ambrose mm-hmm. come out. Yeah. And to me, I think, I definitely agree with what you said. Absolutely. But another thing to me is the fact that I understand that you're trying to protect Roman and Strowman. Mm-hmm. And Roman and but um, the fact that in the cell match you're having Ziggler and Rollins take the biggest bumps. Mm-hmm. No. And then also the next night make them wrestle like this. No. Have. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What you're kind of some bullshit, but I mean that was arguably the best part of this match in my eyes. Just them coming out and then. Oh yeah. Uh, them all fighting. I was the way more concerned. <laughs> well, and then. At- a point they, that was all you were focused on was a, on top of the cage. Like, you didn't know if they were just laying on the mat down below, not doing anything. And what a waste of having Mick Foley as a referee. Right, I'm so confused. He got uh, which, you know, he, by Paul Heyman. Right yeah, now. yeah. Which, I mean, his, his only, really his only point in being there was either to, you know, uh, call a submission or count a pinfall. That's really all he was there for because it was hell in a cell, so it was supposed to be like a no-holds-barred kind of thing. But anyway, so... Like, it just... Um, also... Almost, oh, go ahead. It was almost just like they should have done something that was not necessarily a first, but something new, refreshing, something like that, and just... Yeah. Didn't. And it was a regular horror song I've seen a billion times. And it would have even been more interesting if they had had if they had done what I was afraid they were gonna do and what I'd heard on a couple of venue avenues through a couple of avenues. Um what was gonna happen and that was Mick Foley taking a bump, possibly you know, from Sturman. But I'm glad that didn't I happen. Can't, I think they'll but, want to do it, but they're no, no never don't no. do it. They'll die. But um, so, at the end of the match, it basically just cuts off, and WWE Network goes straight to the McFoley special, and what viewers at home did not see, the uh, videos that went viral, like, the next day from people who were there in the arena were the, this is bullshit chants that went on and on and on <laughs> after the end of that match, which, good for them. I mean, no, I definitely feel like that's a deserved 
response to what happened. Absolutely. And I actually love Bork. I do not mind Bork whatsoever, but this, he was supposed to be gone. We are supposed to be. Yeah. And then we're supposed that, to be and then it's, like he, it's like he grew a depression beard or something like that. Like, uh, it comes back all scraggly. I'm sure he had, like, Cheetos things on his shirt and stuff. <laughs> I also just want, beard. to be honest, one time, I want Sable to come back with him. Be his valet. That's who we should have come back and he would jump ship to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. We could book so much better. We could book so much Alright. So that's Hell of a Cell, which pretty much up until that ending, man. It was, yeah. Yes, that's Hell of a Cell. That's that. That is that. So, what? Are we ready to stick it in there, though? Raw dog. Speaking of raw dog, the big raw dog runs out. Oh, let's start off raw. Mm. Mr. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. He's big dog. <laughs> That's all he says. Big dog. Big dog. And uh, so basically, we get a recap of what happened at Thomas Cell the night before. And he was like, "Guess what? Last night was rough. It was brutal." And you know, it didn't really quite go to plan for me. Yes, that's okay. But you know what? Guess what? I woke up still the Universal Champion and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like reliving it all over again. You're just like, nope. I knew he had a chip on his shoulder because he didn't get his rear but I didn't think he'd come down there and attack me. You didn't well, think he would down do that. and out. You really? didn't think he would do that? Why would you not think that? It was Brock Lesnar. What does he ever show mm. that he's liked you or respected you? Tattle. Tattle. He'd probably shit on you if it was allowed. Probably. Go that should be their next match. Who can shit on the other one first? A brown out match? <laughs> A brown out. Your face. Which is why no one would ever let me have a wrestling promotion because I have this. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really? That's what I think. Like, what? <laughs> it's perfect. That's basically where we go. So I'm being like, if you want your rematch, for come get it now. And then out comes Brown. Come get some. <laughs> come get some. Come get some, sir. So another sir comes and gets some. Sir Strong. And he's like, you should be thankful that Lesnar came. He's the only reason that you still have that title. I would have won it. I would have won it had it not been for Bork. And it's the second time he screwed me out of my opportunity. Guess what? It won't be a third time. I'm done, son. It's like, Brock's getting these hands. You're getting these hands. Everyone's getting, getting these hands. hands. Everybody's getting my hands. And then out comes acting general manager Baron Corbin, which I guess they're opting for instead of constable Corbin. Like yes. I know on the, yeah. on the odd well, time he still sometimes refers to himself, but now he's acting general manager. See, I thought Baron was, I wasn't sure if it was his first name or a title. And I thought maybe because they started calling him Constable Corbin. It's Baron Corbin, Constable Corbin, and then now he would be general manager Corbin. <laughs> and I guess that's the ranks that you get through. I don't know. You're a I Baron, didn't a rank Constable, or a Lord. I didn't they had that kind of system, but now I know yeah. where to start. Being like a lord I'll start as a Baron. When I applied to the WWE, you I'd like be, to be a Baron. You shall be a sex. <laughs> Want to be a, a but he's the uh, Baron Corbin is coming out and he's like, calm down, you. Know, this isn't getting settled right here right now. 
nobody's more upset than I am about what happened. I've been on the phone with Stephanie McMahon all day. She's been bitching at me. I've got a COVID solution. Guess what? I have one. November 2nd. Which this is a... I don't know about you guys. I think this is the announcement. I had never heard anything about this beforehand. Yeah. It's on November 2nd in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They're going to do WWE Crown Jewel. Which popped yeah. out of nowhere, right? But yeah, because okay. I thought Corbin Google? didn't know what he was do you talking think, about. Exactly. Do I thought you he was talking about Super Showdown. And I was like, do you think they're like Australia? That's what I was like, Crown Jewel? And I was like, we thought he was And then Super I thought Showdown. maybe the match was going to be called Crown Jewel. Right. I was like, yeah, I don't understand so any of this. Let's not do that either. <laughs> I feel like we need to stop. Not that they can't have multiple pay-per-views in different places. Oh, but yeah. I feel like you just can't, like, Stop. We've got so much going on right now. Yeah. We've got Evolution, and now Crown Jewel. Like, you need to at least announce it beforehand. Let yeah. people know so that when you say that, you're like, which one are we talking about? Right. Um, but so at WWE Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia, Roman will defend his title against Brown and Bork. I mean, triple trip. Triple trip. And of course, Jarvis like, well, that's that sucked. Baron sucks. Robin sucks. The whole situation sucks. You suck, I suck. And he said something about some freaking crap, and I was like, I wish they would just like swear. I like, oh, you guys. This is all this fucking shit. Don't ask me. So, uh, comes Paul Heyman. Yeah, so, right? Out comes Paul Heyman and a little posse of fellows who are carrying out this is my the door from Hell in a Cell that Brock kicked down. Do you guys remember this? Which I thought it was really a. Remember this? Less than 24 hours ago. I did that. Um, so it's like he's been carrying that door around with him since then. Just <laughs> took it back to the him. hotel that night. Take the door. But take the door. He's in an Uber with the door. How'd you guys feel about the cell being rude? I don't particularly like it. It was weird. It was weird. And it made it harder to see when they were actually like, you know, yeah. cell level instead of like yeah. inside cell level, but like outside of cell level. But I don't know why I said Microscopes. Looking at you on a molecular level. Do you see this action? Molecules <laughs> <laughs> in a cell. But like outside the cell, though. No, I just keep thinking of a cell. Like the cell wall. <laughs> oh, any stuff. We'll move on. But, uh. The mitochondria in the powerhouses. Right. So. Is the mitochondria. Uh, um, but yes, so <laughs> Paul Heyman comes out and basically, I mean, Paul can do no wrong, right? Uh, or he basically comes out and just says that the more powerful, the more worthy you are in the WWE, the more money you're worth in the UFC. And the more money you're worth in the UFC, the more power you be on the UFC. And then just the more money you can make like, in WWE, the more you can do it's like if you're he wants to double fist in one company, you're gonna be good in the other company. You kind of just work them against each other, like mm. yep. The more power you have here, the more money you make there. The more money you make there, the more power you have there. That's when you hold up Bork's contract and just a little lot of machinery. But he's not the only person here that likes Bork. Mm. I don't particularly care for him. I just don't like what they do with him. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily his fault. Uh, he's a dick. Well, I think it might be a little, well, not, I love pork, but I feel like a little bit, he's like, no, I'm scared. Yeah. Goddamn pork lizard. He's like, whatever, it's on money. What I want, like I said, when I want, motherfucker's addicted to Disney Cruise. Give me my check. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 
bitch better have mine. <laughs> but then, um, so that's announced, and Brown ends up going, storming off, and yada, 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 yada. And so Baron and Roman are left there, and they have a little bit of complication, and Corbin's like, by the way, as general manager, I can I can do some things. <laughs> I, I can do things, too. Sure. Like, I, I know your injury report. I know you're a little binged up there, Mr. Reigns. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Guess what? You're going to have a title match. It's me! Because <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I like to pick up the carcasses of other individuals. That Maybe the vulture. The of this as well. vulture. Uh, he then, looks like the yeah. uh, the baby vulture in the old like Looney Tunes. Oh my god, yes. Uh, what is his name? Ah, shit. That's a that needs to be. You know, Someone's got to like... When his, his head turns like, all red. Like, little oh, mom. Okay, sorry. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, backstage, backstage. <laughs> and he is just, you know, doing what he does. And he's like, Guess what? I'm gonna wrestle Drew McIntyre after the break. And then, guess what? After the break, that happens. <laughs> and then, guess what? <laughs> they, it happens. That's what they do. They, they, don't, do lie. they don't lie to us. <laughs> you lie. So, Good match. Um, Good match. Yeah. God damn. I'm just honest, so impressed uh, with Dean Ambrose. He's like, like, like and then Ambrose and McIntyre, those mm-hmm. two matchups are. Amber, Ambrose and McIntyre, when they got. When they first stepped into the ring against each other in that tag match on, at Hell in a Cell, I got so excited. Because Rollins tagged him in, and I was like, oh and my god, here we go. This is it. This is it. So, <laughs> so uh, this, this ends with uh, McIntyre gets the Claymore on Ambrose and uh, pins him. So, um, it did feel a little bad for Dean. Seems what? What'd you say? So it did feel a little bad for Dean. Just a few hours. Oh yeah, yeah. But regardless, they put on a, a great match. So. Um, so commentary hypes up Rhonda appearing later for her coronation or whatever. Um, <laughs> um, back from commercial, Drew McIntyre's walking backstage. He runs into Dolph, and Dolph's like, Hey, how you doing? He's like, I'm Golden Man. And uh, Baron Actually, Corbin's like, Did really like this part of this night. Yeah. Like the Baron Corbin Roman Reigns thing, obviously. Mm, yeah. yeah. But the rest this of This part of this plan, I was like, yeah. Solid heel move. Yes. So Corbin shows up and he's like, you know, you've beaten down one member of the Shield, he's beating one later, and he's like, hey, Zoodles, um, you should invoke your rematch clause because uh, Rollins isn't here. So since he's not here, you'll he'll be forced to forfeit and you'll win by... Forfeit, you'll get the because he'll was it Baron had to strip Rollins of the title yeah defended or whatever right yeah. yeah that magical rule that only seems to apply to certain people at certain times he has a lot of those fucking rules and then Ziggles is like man I fell off the fucking cell I'm not any yeah shit I know Ziggles was like, like absolutely no. not <laughs> I don't feel like it bitch <laughs> and so the, of course bitch, I fell off the cell too I don't want to wrestle <laughs> so how about so, I don't want to <laughs> so Ziggles obviously bites on the um the idea that he can get the title without even having to have a match and wrestle for it. Yeah, he's like, sure, that sounds great. But even with that uh, defending title rule, Farron does that all the time, but like, I feel like it, what was it, <laughs> being upstripped because he couldn't defend it in what, a month, 30 days? Yeah. 
that happened to someone else too and then Bork like it's like I'll defend every four months five months yeah like I'm all three for times Bork and his character four times here. but you gotta make it level all the way through you can't yeah. just be like this rest of us and then this guy mm-hmm. this guy if you're gonna have Bork be that way it's fine then everyone yeah. you've got this amount of time to defend your title like right yeah that yeah. should be the thing and then if yeah. they're injured to say hey they're injured and they're and that's one of the biggest title. issues I have with him is the the preferential treatment but again not necessarily his fault it's more dense allowing it I'm okay well, no, I'm not even it. allowing it but probably I'm okay with it because I think that leads very well to his character and why it makes him such a <sighs> but I feel like if you're going to do that then everyone needs to be that way if you're going to do that if someone gets injured instead mm-hmm. of saying hey they can't defend their title within 30 days they have to vacate just be like hey I'm injured yeah I can't wrestle and then everyone would be like, okay, it was a new one. So backstage, the, the Bellas, Natty, and Ronda Rousey are talking, and Ronda's like, hey, so I'm new to this. You guys have some experience. How do these open challenges work? I, I did like you this, just but I also want to go like, like, you are a fan. You do know how this works. Like, this you, isn't your first rodeo. No. Can't you just... <laughs> you simply just... Take that over and rub it upon your face. And then he's like, like you don't have to call anybody. The guys just walk out there and do it. And it's like, I don't know. It just made it seem like the women are really stupid. I don't yeah, know. Well, anytime you put Nikki Bell on a, like, a situation, <laughs> it brings down the eye situation. Look at that giant rock, that bulldozer. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's called a boulder. It's called a fucking boulder, you uh-huh. bitch. Anyway. See, there's the people that I just kind of want to be mean to. Like, what what happened? Did you go to school? <laughs> By the way, Baby uh, Akers, Total Divas came back on this week, on Wednesday. I haven't watched See, the new episode. My mom but actually says she's been watching Total Divas and Ms. Maurice, and I'm like, your mom secretly is going to get in the know. Yes. No, she actually calls me sometimes. Like, I told you, like, all that stuff when, like, John Cena and Nikki Bella were, like, going back and forth. Yeah, like, my mom yeah. just, like, kept talking about it. I mean, she knows, which is great, but... I don't watch a lot of hers was like just where they went on random talk shows and oh, stuff okay, where yeah. I just didn't she like know because she watches all these like like one that actually I've seen before is like a morning talk show where they just like cook food and like talk and it's actually kind of nice because the food looks really good but apparently I'm on one of those and that's where like they're like oh you and John C she's like I don't want to talk about it get the fuck out of here <laughs> But, uh, anyway, so she was like, she just you gotta go out there and just tell the world that you want to fight. And they're like, at the end of the day, you never know who's going to accept the challenge. Hmm. Which, yeah, which is the point that I kind of liked was the fact that they are playing her as a as a rookie. Mm-hmm. So you gotta respect that a little bit. They're really trying to play Yeah, that. I think I would She's be, new. She's just really... I think it would bother me more if she came terrifying. in acting like she knew. Yeah, everything. so I think this kind of bounced each other out. I just yeah. feel like you could have done it in a better way. Instead of being like, how does an open challenge work? <laughs> Maybe just like going out there and like, hey, do you guys have any advice? Yeah, you know, I'm going to do this open challenge thing. Not just be like, how, how do magnets work? Um, <laughs> it must be a mirror. No, you pulled an ICT. You pulled an insane. <laughs> Rousey's a closet juggalo. <laughs> uh, so, um, anyway, so the girls are like, well, you never know who's going to accept the You're challenge. Brazzy says, I've got two arms, and that's more than you need. Um, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable make their entrance, 
for Chad Gable's match against Victor. I don't know how I feel about Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, but for oh. right now, I think it's adorable. Yeah, I actually don't mind it too bad. Chad Gable's really talented, so is Bobby Roode. I just wish they had done better with Bobby Roode. I think that's what, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what did. disappoints me about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, maybe yeah, they, they fucked him real hard. Maybe if they did it at first, you know, they're just like, oh, he, you know, but now it's just like sad. Now yeah. it's sad. And you know what I'm saying? A little bit for him. You're like, oh, good for Chad Gable. Sad for Bobby Roode. Right? Yeah. Like, it's... Which is where I think they kind of have their issues with a lot of Phoenix and all this stuff. I mean, yeah. I honestly even think they just kind bad of ruined Oscar. Terrible looking. Like, I honestly think they kind of ruined Oscar, too. Oh, Like, not yeah. completely. No. Because she's still super talented and they do have her, but, like, I think they booked her fine up until <laughs> WrestleMania, in which her yeah. last yeah. Charlotte isn't yeah. bad, but it's where the whole hard Carmel thing came in. That's where Carmella should have been. Honestly, I kind of see where they're and getting with Carmella, but out of anyone that can balance back, because it's Asuka. Yeah. Yeah. She's so beloved. And maybe it just makes her look really bad to, like, casual fans and stuff like that. Oh, no. But it's also, uh, it's also, it's also, I don't want to say it's the women's division, but yeah. there's only so many of them. Yeah. Right. She'll get her turn again. That's true. Probably. I mean, look at Becky. Probably in a... Don't worry, you're <laughs> in line. Look at Six Becky. Months or so. How many months ago were we like, what the fuck are they doing with her? And now she's a SmackDown Women's Champion again, so there's hope. Give her six months. Give her six months. So, <laughs> Chad, all the anything can happen. Uh, Chad Gable wins uh, against Victor by pinfall with the Chaos Theory. Pretty, um, pretty good match. Just, they're just trying to book him to make him look really strong, yeah. which I mean, he's really Chad talented. But Chad Cable? Chad Cable's part. Chad Cable sounds immediately like a superhero. Chad Cable. Chad. <laughs> it's like you're playing a mute. It's like he's constantly on a zip line. <laughs> okay. Chad Cable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I was thinking like electricity powers. I was thinking it was a zip line. <laughs> Because it seems funnier. Like, I don't know. Um, um, so Seth Rollins is <laughs> limping around backstage. Uh, he rolls into an interview. He rolls into an interview. That's how it happens in WWE. We're literally just walking around doing things, trying to get out of there. <laughs> oh, and shit! Like, That's why I wish they could cuss. Just like, oh, shit, hey! Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you popped out um, of nowhere. Like, we're walking, and you go, oh, shit. And then he walks out and goes to find sickles. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but I think it's Charlie backstage actually ends up informing Seth that he has to defend his intercontinental championship. And just that kind of and if he can't do it, then he will be stripped of the title. Yeah, so and he kind of like, does yeah. that. Yeah, a little, oh, Corbin's a dick. Of course he would. Cool! He would do that. And then he's like, well, fuck him. I'm gonna do it. He's like, it's still Monday night. night. Rollins. Undertaker comes out. Yes. Gong. 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 It's gong. It's a gong. It's a dong. It's a gong that goes dong. Where is it? <laughs> a gong that goes dong in the night. Um, yeah, so. So he gets on the mic. Um, he says that delusion is the final recourse of the damned. And, and I would do I would do the Undertaker voice as I recap all this, but it would take like 20 minutes because it takes forever. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's not worth it. Um, I... I... I know this is long-winded for a lot of people, but I really enjoyed this. But this is... This, this is, is the best Undertaker we've had well, since... It's, 
ever. And these are I like, would say the last couple of matches you've been in, you're like, why? But now he just seems like, the okay. The promos are different. Like, every yeah, now, it just seems scene. more alive. It's, yeah, it's like you're flashing back to the past with these old promos that are just, like, captivating and, like, actually mean something. And the words yeah, they're saying, but it actually has thought behind them Instead of before, exactly. where they, it seemed like they just pulled him out of his hole all of a sudden. They just kind of like, yeah, hey, sprung out of let me give you some time. Mm-hmm. We need you then. I just feel like before it felt like, not that he wasn't prepared, but almost just really, like, I feel like the game was he wasn't ready. Line. Yeah, and oh. he wasn't ready, and it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. So then Undertaker, Undertaker's here. Undertaker's here, guys. Undertaker is Undertaker's here. here. Oh, so, yeah. Undertaker's out there talking something. Oh, he's talking about tropes, and he's talking about how uh, delusion will be his downfall. The battlefield is the, his battle. Trips' battlefield is the boardroom. His life is so filled with lies that he can no longer decipher the truth. My eyes are a little teary from laughing so hard. <laughs> so it's his battlefield is the boardroom. I thought said his battlefield is the bedroom. And I was like, at what point in this promo did that happen? He's a tiger in a sack. I But, uh, yeah, who knew he was a poet? But, um... Anyway, Undertaker says he puts no stock in what any man thinks, but what he knows, and he knows that when he faces Triple H for the last time, the result will be just like the first. I'm gonna push you six feet asunder. Asunder. Game over. Um, the Hunter will try to move heaven and earth and list his best friend Shawn Michaels, so let him have his deceit. Let him have his best friend, but the devil is in the details. So it's hurt. <laughs> I totally burped. <laughs> Deep. Tails. Um, brother. Brother. Um, anyway, so he's talking about how he's, you know, he about having his best friend, his BFF is the ref, but guess who Undertaker's going to have in his corner? His brother Kane. Mayor Kane is coming and he's going to be the brother. Does anyone worry <laughs> about the fact that this is our mayor? No. I'm not worried. There's- He'll out, be out on an experience. Right. No, actually, I'm right. very excited. He's going to come out and have some pyros, and he's going to hang around and do a couple things, and he's going to fly back and yeah. do some mayoral things. That one wrestling group we're all in, I saw someone post something where they were like, do people in Knoxville just know how lucky they are? <laughs> like, yes. I hope so. I hope so. So, um, <laughs> come on. <laughs> But, uh, so basically, that's, uh, a long roundabout way of saying... Shawn Michaels will be there, Kane will be there. And Kane will be there. Um, we got another recap of last night's main event. Because we're always three hours long. Three hours long. Um... It's fucking stupid. It's very unnecessary. Connor Spear, yeah. too. Which is not stupid. That's just, that's another thing they did. Yeah. That it's was really bad actually when I said that. Sweet, though. It is super sweet, and I'm glad they do stuff like that. Oh, the Connor Spear thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they hopped up the con- in- Intercontinental Championship match that uh, Ziggles was not ready for. Um, later, uh, Ben and Sasha make an entrance with all the kids and do the video package. So get a break, blah, blah, blah. And Bailey also has a match against Dana Brooke. Which comes back, back right after that. Yeah, like... Because she actually is now officially done with Titus Worldwide. Yes. Yeah, they actually kind of announced that during the match. Yeah. Because yeah. she was unaffiliated with him now. Which yeah. is better for her. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I feel like they're also probably doing that to pull more women into it's not that she yeah. wasn't, but like actually get them more involved. She was in this weird yeah. like if they needed that extra woman. But now I feel like they're gonna try to actually use her which they should because I really love Dana Brooke. And I always have. Yeah. I just 
feel like, you know, after her boyfriend and just everything like mm-hmm. that and just kind of... I feel like when she's she came to back, back into the swing of things and they're just not allowing her to move up from where she is. Yeah. They're just not fucking it right. Well, that's like they do with everybody I else. mean, hopefully, eventually, maybe they'll get her moved up a little bit because I think she deserves it. She does. Um, so basically, Bailey wins with the Bailey belly. Because her and her lover. Or, t- I, or what is. Are they just what friends? What is. I don't, know. I don't know. They're too friendly now. I don't like it. Not that They're I don't care either way, now. but it's almost like two polar opposites. I of think like, she had like a Scissor Sisters tag match against Natty and Rhonda. Right? Who and everybody just ends up scissoring. I don't know. Uh, so. <laughs> Commentary hops up a Bobby Lashley and Elias um, match and the Universal Championship match for later. And then we have authors Payne or AOP, AOP and Drake Maverick are walking backstage. <laughs> uh, Razar just all of a sudden's like, I'm going to beat up this tiny guy. And he's like, hey, let's yeah, wait to like, the bro. ring. Cause I, did he do anything, though? Did he even bump into him, maybe? Yeah, I think he was literally it yeah. seemed really weird, and then yeah. it seemed like Matt was in his uh, multiverse or whatever. Like, yeah. It was very weird. But then um, I saw, I noticed that you, you know, have some legends in there, like Roddy Piper and Ric Flair. And, and you kind of do, like, yeah, a multi-flavored. multi-flavored thing. Multi-flavored. So AOP versus Barrett Brown and Gregory James. So a bunch of jobbers, and it does not take Guys long. Guys Boring ass names. Yeah, it's pretty much done. Yeah, they were back and falling for a super collider. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much what that is. Um, it was a match to put them over once again, make them look strong. Sure. Um. We'll see where that goes. But backstage, yeah. Ziggles is complaining to Corbin about Seth Rollins being there, and Corbin kind of gives him a pep talk. And Dolph's like, oh, and then he turns around and sees Rollins standing right there. So it's like, you know, go ahead and explain your way out of this one. And Ziggles says, you know, if you want to back, if you want to black out, nobody, if you want to black out, if you want to <laughs> back out, nobody blame you. And uh, Rollins is like, yeah, you know what? Whatever, I'm ready. Let's go. You're a bitch. Never mind, we just went off the top of the cell last night. That's okay. So we got this match after commercial break. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and you gotta give me credit for uh, especially just doing it after such a Even showing match. up, I'd be like, I'd be fine with it. Two should have had the night. Especially these two. They should have had the night off. Had the night off. Like, you're fine. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's a decent match, considering what happened the night before. Mm-hmm. It's a decent fucking match. Um, but obviously, Rollins ends up retaining. Uh, Blackout retains his championship. Yes. Um, he celebrates with the title as the big dog is backstage with no one smiling, nodding. 
Bread. With his brother. Um, interview with Redman. He says he doesn't consider himself an underdog. Maybe against Brock Lesnar and Braun, but against Baron Corbin. I'm the, he, you know, he's the big dog. That means he's still going to be the universal champion. I am the big dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ronda Rousey's shadow boxing backstage. Our open challenge is going to come up next after a video package celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Talk um, about Bella Twins. Andrade C. and Almost. Uh, oh, yeah. It's uh, also Titus um, O'Neil. Heritage Month. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, it. yeah. Um, Sasha Banks is talking about Eddie Guerrero being her hero. Who's um, Titus O'Neil? Who is he talking about? Are you serious? No. Um, uh, Andre. Selena. Uh, those two talked about Ray. Um, yeah. Shit, the baseball player. What was his name? Um, I honestly do not remember. Oh, my God. I uh, Roberto Clemente. Well, this is gonna be like Brian would do it automatically. Yeah. So, um, so that was a cool little thing. Oops. It also spit, spilt any wrong on Cage Sides. Yeah, just scroll right past that. Damn it, Cage Sides. Can't We count on you. Um, so Rousey makes her entrance after that video package is over. This is where I was talking about where it gets a little awkward. I still love Rhonda. I still think she's very good. I think her match with Alexa this past Sunday definitely speaks to that. She's got talent. She can do very well. She just, I think, gets some some sort of nervousness, some mm-hmm. sort of butterflies, because sometimes she's absolutely fine. She gets towards the ends of her mm-hmm. promos and does better. But those beginnings just kind of, yeah, almost nails on a chalkboard, but she gets out there and she just kind of starts, like, nervously giggling, like, yeah. for, like for, like, minutes. Yeah. You're like, eh, the smile's okay, but stop giggling. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, they can I mean, maybe... I feel like it's a normal person sort of thing where, like, high school or whatever, you get up and give a speech, and you're just like, eh, I don't know what to say. Like, mm-hmm. this is kind of your mind goes blank, but I'm like, wow. Get your shit together. Yeah, like, come on. Um... If it's really if it's really that bad, I don't understand why they don't just give her an earpiece. Mm-hmm. They could um I mean it's still early on enough with her, they could totally take her character and turn into some like bipolar you know. Yeah. Keep still keep the same gimmick and you know, rowdy Ronda Rousey, yeah. rowdy just cause she's like crazy. crazy. Um, where, you know, sometimes she's in a nervous, bit of nervous laughter and giggling and stuff, and the other time she's got that stone-cold bitch look on her face. I will murder you. Yeah. But I think once she gets over this, once she gets a little bit better on the mic. She's just gotta get used to it. Rhonda gets out there, she yeah. basically ends up making her open challenge. Uh, she goes on to say she wants to be like Brett Pittman Hart, she wants to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin, she wants to be like Rick Flair. Open challenge. Yeah. yeah. So if okay. any of the lock- women in the locker room have gumption, come take the title. I'm so excited for a minute. Do it. Natty's music hit. Yeah, and you know, because she turned it backstage, yeah, yeah, you never know who's going to answer the challenge. But she comes out rather exposed. Yeah, by the riot squad. Yeah. They're literally dragging so, her out there. Yeah. Uh, Ruby's like, well, you know, it's really your fault for making this challenge mm-hmm. and being you. And mm-hmm. also being you. So, like, you know, we don't not like you, but we don't like you either, so. Uh, you gotta do it. You gotta get it. You gotta get it. But yeah, so now it's between Ruby Riot and 
Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Squad kind of gets on Rousey a little bit. Bella Twins kind of make the save. Yeah, match never really actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They get into it with uh, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Basically get, setting up for the Super Showdown because they're doing a three on three. Three. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 commenting. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Bear Corbin shadow boxing to get everyone shadow boxing. Yeah, he's getting ready for his match with uh, the big dog Roman Reigns when Braun Strowman comes in. He's like, you know, I don't know why you booked yourself in a match, but I hope you win. Because you know what, you suck, and I know that I can kill you. Almost basically being like, you know what, I don't like Roman. But Roman's a step above you. Yeah, at least so he's I a challenge. Like, actually murder you. <laughs> like he's at least he's in a, a challenge because I just murder you. So then we get Elias in the ring, mm. doing what Elias does and seeing some things and whatnot. And you know what? Tonight, after the scene part, he's gonna take care of Bobby Lashley. That's great and all, but I actually really love this part of the night. Um. Pretty sure he's the one to insult him because he's Elias and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But before Elias can actually start playing, Leo Rush comes out. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so good. Um, but it's like, definitely, I feel like sarcastically, he's like, you know, I'm looking at Rockstar right now, but you wonder what someone said? So I'm coming out here and giving the people what they want. I'm just kind of here, seeing the same tired ass diss track. track. Mm hmm. And it's, it's embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> and Elias is like, who is this child? <laughs> Where are <laughs> so your parents? <laughs> and Leo's like, it's okay, I know you don't know who I am. I'm Leo Rush. And Elias is like, I don't care. Get security, get out here, find his parents. Who are you? And, get out of here. I don't know you. I don't um, like children. <laughs> but uh, Leo Rush ends up kind of just laughing. He's like, big man told me you had jokes. <laughs> Guess what? I've got unfinished business. Like, but, um, he basically goes on to say that, uh, Bobby Lashley's angry about Kale powerbombing him through the apron and just wait and see what he does to you, Mr. Elias. And then out comes Bobby and all of that. Oh, and Bobby Lashley comes out and they've got a match. Bobby Lashley and Elias. Uh, Leo Rush was on commentary. Um, Kevin Owens came kind of down. comes down, but um, he kind of goes after Leo, and Leo kind of ends up flipping around and avoiding him. Like it's a very weird succession of moves. Like he gets around KO, mm-hmm. and he gets kind of in between Elias and KO, and Elias running at him, and he jumps over Elias. I think eventually someone ends up trying to pick him up and power bombing him. I think it's probably KO and Elias. Bobby Lashley pulls him over the ropes. Um, yeah, military pressed him onto the floor. Yeah. Into the heels. Um, and Bobby Lashley. Or Elias ends up winning by disqualification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he ends up, uh, Leo ends up kicking Drifter. Drifter. They don't call him Drifter anymore, which is sad. Yeah. It made more sense when he was the Drifter instead of yeah. Elias. And then him drifting in and out. <laughs> but yes. Um. Oh, so they come out. Oh, they come. They come back from the commercial, and we get to find out who Ember, Ember Moon's mystery partner is against Alicia Fox and Nikki James. And boy, oh boy, 
Yes, it is. Jax. It's your turn. That was happy. I was here. So. I loved watching because Alexa Bliss is ringside. Her face. She was like. Oh, she's like, oh. God, this is terrifying. Oh, told me she was here. Um, so Ember Moon and Nia Jax win by pinfall with the Samoan drop on Alicia Fox from Nia Jax. Baron Corbin's backstage with referee Rod Zapata. Um, he's like, look, I want you to call this match between me and Roman down the middle. Mm, you know, disregarding the fact that I have all this power and that I can fire you if I want to. And actually, I want you to call me Mr. Acting General Manager Monday Night Raw. Call me what Mr. Acting General Manager. And Rod's like, yes, sir. He's like, I'm sorry. What did you yeah, say? Like, He's like, yes, Mr. Acting General Manager Monday Night Raw. I feel like I'd be like, I don't get paid enough oh, for this shit. <laughs> this is stupid. Sucks, my dick. <laughs> um, and then I think we actually get Van Corbin and Roman Reigns. They do have a little bit of. A thing for today for the Red Cross for the victims of hurricane. Yeah, um, not 100 sure. You should probably Google it, but I think it's texting uh, Florence, like the hurricane, uh, to nine oh nine nine nine. I think to do a ten dollar donation that basically just gets thrown on your phone bill. I did it when I saw WWE tweeted about it, and then AJ retweeted it, and it popped up as a notification because get notifications for all AJ tweets and retweets. And so, I must know. Yes. That's pretty cool. Oh, yes. And then I think we're going to forget the man of the night, which is Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns. And boy, do we even want to. No, not really. Roman Reigns wins by disqualification, retaining WWE Universal Championship. But then they started over. Meryl's like, no, no. It's a whole thing. So that was the first thing. And then after that, there's a no DQ. Okay. No DQ match. And so it starts again. Chair in hand, Baron returns to the ring. Roman, Roman gets him with a Superman punch. Roman raises and ra- raises and grabs the chair himself. Rawr. Rocks Roman. He comes down and Corbin takes advantage of the distraction to attack Roman. Then with both, both guys down, Braun gets in the ring. Big headbutt. Big dog. <laughs> um, and then, uh, basically... Corbin. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, oh, Corbin throws um, him into the corner. Uh, past the floor, back in, uh, he ducks a lariat, comes, mm-hmm. up, comes off the ropes, go, tries for the deep six, gets close, but doesn't make it. And then the dogs of war are here, and they're birds of war. Um, they tend to storm in, but Dean and Ambrose arrive. Dean and Ambrose, oh my god. Dean and Ambrose, Dean and Ambrose, Dean and Ambrose, Dean and Ambrose, Dean uh, before they can right. do anything else, they've got a brawl on the floor. Superman punched from Roman, takes Braun off the apron, and the shield rally around Roman. Off the ropes, Seth and Dean stereo dive. Uh, Sturman gets back on his feet first. Uh, Baron cuts off Reigns' dive with a punch. And then uh, when Corbin heads back into the ring at this point, Roman is ready for him. And then we hits have, him with a spear. Yeah, hits him with a spear. And then Roman now retains his Universal Championship. And there's nothing he can do. Uh, Shield and then the Dogs of War now are having a stare down. Uh, <laughs> one from the ring to the ring, basically. So that's yes. it. And then we have Raw. All right. Well, I think we are ready to. Back and down. Fucking up. up. Thank you. I always. I do fuck it up, actually. Yeah, they're really Quite a bit. 
Yeah, we're gonna begin. See how long my phone was. Oh, that one. So, another wrong ship. <laughs> the show opens with a recap of uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match at Hell in a Cell yeah. between Charlotte and um, <laughs> Becky. Uh, commentary hops at Becky's championship coronation for later. Miz is in the ring for another installment of Miz TV. Miz TV. You know. Love it. Um, he does his usually his usual introduction. Talked about how Miz TV is all about breaking news, and he has big news for us. He gestures up to the the tagline. The- There's a graphic for his number one contenders match for the WWE Championship against Daniel Bryan at the Super Showdown. Um, talks about how he's better than Daniel Bryan and gives his, offers up his last two victories as proof before saying he's going to do it one more time down after. And then he's going to go on to wrestle AJ Styles or Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. Uh, but that's in three weeks. But tonight he's got a very special guest. And he had to move heaven and earth to get both the guests here. Where she re- well, the guest really appears on SmackDown. But when this person doesn't make headlines. And it's Maurice. <laughs> of course. And uh, my friend uh, JoJo, who we've talked about before, that lives in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. She messaged me when they uh, think they announced it on Raw where he said he was going to have a special guest. Mm-hmm. She was like, I would not be surprised if it's Birdie and he suplexes the baby. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, of course, the A-lister puts her over and he's like, how difficult was it to beat Brie Bella? And he's like, not difficult at all. Oh, really? It was yeah. so easy. She's like, you know, I'm a way better athlete than, and Brie didn't stand a chance against me. And motherhood can really change you. And I feel like Brie's heart wasn't in it. And, uh, and this is like, yeah, well, I don't even think her heart's in a relationship with Brian. And then they talk about the idea that she she was hitching her wagon to a rising star and riding wanted to tails. was trying to stay relevant by riding on Daniel Bryan's coattails. It backfired when they faced a real couple with real love and real talent. Ugh. I love trying to tell Maurice has lost step, has she? Nope. And he asked her what's next. And she's like, oh, I got some breaking news of my own. Tonight's my last night on SmackDown. Uh, she's going back to be the mother of the century to Monroe's guy. And, of course, Miz puts her over again to how she's the mother of the century and a role model to women everywhere. Ugh. <laughs> um, of course, he makes a rip on the crowd. Uh, about how she looks so good after giving birth and all of them. Look five like months they... later. Yeah, they look like they haven't recovered from giving birth 30 to 40 years ago, which was actually kind of funny. But um, this goes back and forth over the crowd booing Maurice, and he's like, "You do not boo her." And yeah. Um. Anyway, he calls Daniel Bryan out. Uh, he's like, the set. Fuck you. Daniel Bryan comes in. He ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> he just. I ain't playing. Nope. He's like, you know, you can talk about me as much as you want, but you talk about my wife. And this is what you get. So hits him with some punches and a double leg and some more punches and a running drop kick. And that drop kick puts Miz 
right smack into Maurice. So Maurice is down, and you have, like, uh, Charles Robinson goes over there, checking on her, and they call the medics out, and she's rolling out of the ring, and all of a sudden, boom, she pops back up on her seat. Oh, okay. So this was all just a ruse to distract Dana Bryan, because he was obviously distraught because he thought he had inadvertently injured his wife. Yeah. So... Dana Bryan. But, yeah. This is why yeah. I got wind of it, yeah. So, uh, Miz comes up from behind, behind Dana Bryan. Dana Bryan slips out, sidesteps the charge from the Miz, which ends up putting Miz into Maurice again on the apron. Um, then Dana Bryan just goes off on Miz. Um, yeah, basically just knocks him off the apron and tear in the crowd celebrating. So, yay, Daniel Bryan. Yes, yay, yes, Daniel yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, commentary pops up Becky Lynch's coronation again. Um, cut backstage with a new date are on some sort of safari. Uh, Xavier <laughs> and Big E are just in no, like little khaki safari outfits. Kofi's, of course, in his ring gear because he's got a match coming up against Cesaro. <laughs> it's just, they do the whole like crocodile hunter thing. Yeah. Crikey, like, oh, um, we get a promo reel for the, um, that night's episode of the Mixed Match Challenge, which was, um, after SmackDown. Dana Bryan's walking backstage, has a little interview, says that the Miz calls him out and he's up to something. Oh, uh, the interviewer was like, you know, how, how did you know? And he was like, well, if the Miz is going to call me out there, I know he's up to something. Because he's a little bitch yeah, otherwise. Yeah. Because he's the little bitch. And he's like, but I didn't know that he'd stoop so low to, like, have his wife fake an injury to try to get at me. But you oh, know he what? Did. He's like, in Australia, it's not going to work. Because it's going to be mono email. And I'm not just going to punch him in the face. I'm going to punch my ticket to an opportunity at the WWE Ooh. Championship. Um, Kofi Kingston cuts a promo during the New Day's entrance about how they proved in Hell in a Cell the, the only day in mm-hmm. WWE after they all but disbanded Receptor Day. Um, so the next thing on the menu is that they're going to defend their titles against the bar at the Super Showdown. Mm-hmm. Of course, then Big E jumps in with a giant crikey mate. And then you know, they're like, did you think that's a little offensive? That was terrible. He was like, oh, the Iconics are cool with it. Get in the ring. So Big E gets in the ring, not because I told you, but Big E gets in the ring, um, calling out the species names of Cesaro and Sheamus, respectively, or not respectively, because he did, what was he, he called oh, he did Sheamus first, and Superior Mammoth, he tells Cesaro is the dominant one because it is enormous, Ariel. <laughs> I feel like I never noticed, or maybe his nipples have changed. But now they're giant Ariel's. And then it's like all you could look at are Cesaro's nipples, so there's that. Sounds like what they should have done with Ginger Nips Mahal. But I love <laughs> Nips Mahal with puffy dips. But uh, I loved what Cesaro said back, saying that this is the new day in their natural habitat, dressed like clowns, recycling old, unfunny jokes. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, shit. <laughs> and Seamus is like, well, that's because they are a joke. So we should take titles off of them and elevate the division. Um, we'll get a break, come back, bell rings, Cesaro versus Kofi Kingston. 
Yep. And this was a match. And this was a match where Cesaro hits a neutralizer on Kofi and wins by a pinfall. Nice to see them get a win. Oh and, and right as and right after he couldn't do any rule and then he like jumped up and Cesaro or Sheamus gets in the ring and like it's like he jumped on him like a toddler. He was like his legs are up and then they realized I think four months to I think then they realized how super gay it was and so yeah, like, Cesaro like, like got like, down really quickly. It's um, adorable is what it is. It was precious. So um Rusev Longer backstage talking about Rusev Day. And Aiden English rolls up. He's like, you know, I know Hell in a Cell was a tough loss for us, but tonight I've got a good feeling about Rusev's chances. Because um, Rusev has a um, has a match against Shinsuke for the WWE United States Championship because we haven't seen Shinsuke in a while. Which is weird. It is. He has a belt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's weird. Um, so uh, Rusev's like, yeah, um, Probably will go well because you're not gonna be in it. And Aiden was like, you know, I was trying my best. And Rusev was like, you know, look, if that was if that was your best, that wasn't good enough. And he and Lana kind of leave. Um, Lana kind of overhears Aiden saying that basically that he's the only day. He, he's the only day. Jesus, I'm he's the, the only, only reason. He, I'm the only reason that Rusev Day ever became a thing. Oh, and that whole thing. Lana, if anything, is just holding him back. Uh, yeah, uh, she was. She was like, "I'm telling you, said." So commentary hops up the match, as well as AJ's non-title match against Andrade C and Almas. Um, back from commercial commentary, are just going about their random business when they're informed that um, Randy Orton was causing a commotion in the commentary truck. And I felt like this was a really awkward little bit that they did. Seemed almost very Samoa Joe, cookie in a clutch, whispery, rapey. I don't know. Sometimes I guess if such shit had to do is get whispery and rapey. I don't know. I don't know. Whispery. But I feel like if anybody does whispery. creep well, <laughs> it's... In the wind. I think if anybody does creep well, it's Samoa Joe and then also Randy Orton. Because he's... Like those two, like I wasn't actually said that I think at LSL was like those two having a weird, creepy feud to get who can out creep the other. Right. That was great, honestly. I would I wonder if that's like a a backstage like hidden like bet between them. Like who can get away with weird. I'm gonna gonna say last year you gotta do you work. It's like screwdriver, it's like, oh yeah, well I had to I had to make a book about how I ended up being uh, AJ's wife's daddy. <laughs> like, oh. um, I want that book, by the way. I want that. I wonder, like, who keeps that after they're done with this. So, um, anyway, it's a really weird thing. It's basically um, just recapping all the crazy shit that Randy Orton's done to Jeff Hardy, and then saying that it pales in comparison to what he's going to do to his next victim. Which so makes me curious as who is the next victim. Who's next? Although over this whole Ray Mysterio return, I heard that he's gonna be coming to SmackDown. <laughs> I would assume so. Yes. Very curious as to actually super curious as to who would go after next. Like yeah, Randall Orton. Is it well Randall Orton's time? Uh, fan favorites kind of. Yeah. 
Mm. Not necessarily the legends. He's already in the legend killer, but like the fans. Basically, like anybody like, you really like, I'll murder them. I'm gonna kill them. I'm gonna kill him. So, come to recaps the controversial finish to the AJ Styles Mojo match at Hell in a Cell. And they go backstage where AJ is being interviewed. He's like, you know, everything, after everything that Joe put me and our family through, the worst thing that could have happened would have been Samoa Joe walking in as champ. But sometimes Lady Luck smiles on you and you keep your championship. I feel that. I feel that. I know yeah. those feels. I know those feels, AJ. Maybe Samoa Joe. No, it was Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe got screwed. Maybe Samoa it was Karma. And they're going to do it one more time in Australia. Anything goes. Because there must be a winner. But he's like, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. I've got a match against Almas tonight. And I need to focus on him because the last time I wrestled him, he took me to the limit. And i got to get my brain right in order to pick up the dibs later. <laughs> I don't know. Pick up the dibs. So uh, Shinsuke makes his entrance. And they get a break because they like going to break when people right, make their right. entrances. <laughs> and they're here. God forbid we get consecutive yes. entrances without a commercial interruption. Uh, but they, when they come back, they have up the WWE crown jewel that we learned about the night before. I'm like, which, so confused. Yeah, and it's probably going to be its own pay per view, which I'm fine with. But, anyways. <laughs> like any of the other pay per views that have been like a thing. Like a, the Grace Royal Rumble, <laughs> yes. the Super Showdown, which isn't necessarily a gimmick sort of thing, but still a. Yeah. Got a name. It seems like to be the first, like, standalone pay per view outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Well, not standing, but like the first one that's scared to be outside of the U.S. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how long they've been planning this. Obviously, they had to have been in talks with um, young people in Saudi Arabia before, but uh, I feel like they're going to be pushing this really hard like, since the evolution. Like a, year, a yearly thing. Shit like, seems like it's going to be a yearly thing. This will now be a yearly thing. Yeah. Like the greatest Royal Rumble and move. Greatest, or the greatest, the Super Showdown. I feel like mm-hmm. they're going to be like... One-offs. Maybe one-offs. I don't think they're going to be doing... Cause they're such big productions. I think they're going to try to do a certain amount of those every yeah. year in different places. Well, and then... Because you have to take into consideration, like, too, not just the money and the time it takes to produce all that stuff, but the total that the traveling takes yeah. on your superstars. And, you know, you still have... Um, house shows to think about and, uh, and your Monday Night Raw and your SmackDown and all that. They're going to do these bigger ones a few every year to test the waters in these markets and then mm-hmm. after that try to face a few yearly pay-per-views are going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, but uh, so we go backstage, Rusev's walking and Lana's like, Rusev, I need to talk to you. And Aiden is so right behind her. Yeah, and Rusev's like, nope, you can wait. Yes, but- I've been. I've got shit to do. <laughs> I'm focused on when I'm getting this U.S. title again, and um, he's English? like, "You want to know this? You want to do the honors? Thing? Yeah." And uh, Lana's like, "No, I really need to talk to you." He's like, she's "Not like, now, not now, woman. Not now, Lana. Not now, Lana. Lana here. So Lana here. Not now. So Rusev and Shinsuke for the WWE United States Championship." Um, ba, 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 if you want to go through Chains and Shinsuke, wins by pinfall. The roll up. With a roll up. Um, but basically, Rusev was cost of the match by an English yet again. The post match, English mm. attacks him. So, in Rusev Day. In yes. Rusev Day. Uh, which, 
I think originally I heard that there was going to be a Rusev. Like, not that he has been necessarily a face, but he's so over that that they were going to do more of it like a heel turn with him, but I think they must have decided just to do the heel turn with uh, (laughs) the English just because maybe they're learning from other feuds. Like, just put over a person who's over. over Just might as well. It makes it easier on you. But, um, I have to say that I think we all definitely saw the Inverts of Day coming. I just don't understand it without them actually not having get some sort of belt or belts. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Like, I feel like either they should have won the tag belts or Rusev should have won the U.S. What are the other? But Someone I think he should. Yeah, I think he, he should have both. For him to have been so over and to have not have gotten any. Yeah, I can see him asking for a rematch against Shinsuke without Aiden there, and yeah. then possibly getting the. No, no, possibly having a run at the U.S. Championship. I think you're because they really haven't done anything. They haven't done anything with them. I'm like, I no, no, no. I definitely get that. I do like the uh, last thing you do with the. Uh, Shinsuke with the uh, Knock America. Oh, you know, yeah. this is Knock America. Yeah. I yeah. did like that. Apparently, he did a photo shoot too. It was like with him, like holding the uh, American flag behind him, and he had like a headband that was like American flag printed. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so, um, commentary hypes up Becky Lynch's coronation again, and Styles almost match again, and they go to break for you WWE 2K19. Yes. So they come back from commercial time for the intros of Almost and Styles. Uh, like, man, I just they just can can they do wrong? Almost is so good. They're both so good. I love AJ. Oh, so good. And to be honest, I've debated about this, but I really like that Almost comes out with the mask on, but he's not a mask wrestler. Mm-hmm. Almost like he's like salute to my bros. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a nod to the Luchador Vegas, but. No, well, this is where I come from. I don't necessarily do it, but yeah. no, I like that too. Yeah, but never forget. He so good. Like, to, oh really, I really think like I would never call Ray the next Eddie Guerrero because they were like at the same time. So yeah, you can't do that. Like, I really think almost might be the next Eddie man. He has the potential to do it. It's all how they book him. I don't they know. haven't been doing bad though. And they'll say, oh no, they so far, so far, even with so them losing, they yeah. haven't been doing bad. Yeah. So far, they booked him with a terrible talent. So their losses are amazing. They make him look strong like Bull. <laughs> strong like Bull. <laughs> <laughs> strong like Bull. Um, but basically, the match ends in. Um, oh man, this was so good. Okay, so. Um, AJ uses the momentum from CN kicking out um, from a jackknife pin. Yeah, it gets him up in the Styles Clash, and it's just great. But then, as AJ starts to celebrate, guess who comes in out of nowhere? It's not Randy Orton out of nowhere, but it's a Samoa Joe out of nowhere. Samoa Joe out of nowhere. Out of Joe-where. Out of Joe-where. So he takes AJ to the floor, and he's like, I know the truth. And you're never going to be safe. And he goes to throw AJ to the steps, but AJ kind of turns around, grabs Joe, throws him into the steps instead. Uh, he gets back in the ring with his title. Uh, they cut to Asuka and Naomi putting on their... Oops. <laughs> their rock aware. 
They're weird. <laughs> They're not weird. <laughs> to uh, go to the ring for their match, uh, Asuka's match against Billy Kay. Now, I know we already talked about how WWE has kind of ruined Asuka. Mm. I think Asuka, out of anyone in the NXT, can make a comeback easily. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely think she's got, not they've just gone got and buried. She'll do it. But I do enjoy this with her name, you know, like, yeah. like the second week they've really done it. But it's I do really enjoy cute. it. Asuka's adorable. It's very cute. Um, the Oscar wins against Billy Kay, um, submission, the Oscar awesome. lock. See, this is where I think they're going to start looking for Sean yeah, again. Yeah, I hope so. She like, if she loses the match, it won't be because of her. It should not be. Hmm. It should not. Um, ba, ba, ba. they got a commercial comeback. There's house ad for the new season of Total Divas. But live in the ring, SmackDown General Manager Paige... Okay, Paige. Paige. <laughs> okay, now Paige. Um, she now introduces Paige. Becky Lynch. For her coronation, if you will. Yes, her official coronation ceremony. She presents her the title belt. And uh, she's like, Becky's like, you know, it took two long years. I'm finally right back where I belong. And then she's like, oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. She, oh, no, she <laughs> just says, this is my show. Sir, this I don't is my title. Based <laughs> off of, like, um, so there'll, be, sure there'll be no more of me being left off of posters and magazine covers and morning talk shows. From now on, I'm getting what I deserve. She thanks Paige for you know, treating her well. And she's like, you know, oh, for, um, she's like, I don't need balloons or a whole division out here. I just need one woman. Where Charlotte is Charlotte? Flair. Charlotte Flair. What you? <laughs> and Paige is like, whoa. She's oh, like, whoa, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not doing this tonight yet. Like, I love Paige. She's yeah. like, no. And Flair's like, no, no, no. She's like, Paige, you know me. You know, I'm not here to fight. And uh, so Paige is like, okay, fine. She's like, you know, I'm not here to steal the spotlight. I'm just here to give Becky the respect that she refused to let me give her. Um, At SummerSlam. Which I think they meant hell in a cell. Like, the handshake, yeah. the hand the hand raising thing. I don't yeah, know. that's... Well, oh well, do it at the match. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she was like, um, you know, Becky won fair and square. I'm gonna look her in the eye and tell her that she was a better woman on Sunday. She paid steep price to her game. She threw away. I love this so much. She threw away a lot more than a French. She's like, I hope you soak this shit in because I can't live in this moment, man. Charlotte's gonna come back with a vengeance. Like it's gonna be. She's like, I cannot wait for 60,000 people. Super showdown. It might have taken you two years to get the title back, but you can lose it in one night. I'm going to take that shit from you, bitch. <laughs> Becky's just like, I stopped listening. Oh, when you said better woman. Of <laughs> uh, oh, the oh. She's like, you know, you can say all these things about me being second best, but I'm pretty sure this title says otherwise. Love it. I'm here. I got it. So it's much. mine. She was like, you know, I didn't let you raise my hand on Sunday night because I thought that, you know, because it, it would have been you stealing my spotlight at my greatest moment. But it's now. She, I love this She's like, you may touch the champ. <laughs> you may raise, raise my hand. hand. Charlotte's like, no. She's like, that's okay. I don't want you to raise my hand anyway. I want you to put this belt around my waist. I'm like, this bitch is crazy with power already. Oh, no, I'm like, two days. Put it over my waist. You fucking lunatic. She's like, no. Uh, and Flair's like, you know what? I came out here to show you respect. 
Um, but I wish there was a little bit of my best friend left in whatever you become. And she's like, you know what? It's fine. I don't want you to raise my hand or put the belt around my waist. I just want you to call me queen. And that bitch. bitch. <laughs> and then Charlotte's oh, yeah, like, she turns, no, she turns around and that's when she's like, bitch. And she's like, okay. And she's done. Enough. <laughs> enough of this. It's I weird to me that that's what like, set Charlotte off. Not that it's necessarily being called a bitch. I know it's yeah. like sometimes that. But it's just like, I feel like everyone else, you want me to do what? Put some belt around your waist? <laughs> bitch. Like, <laughs> bitch. I will clock you. <laughs> Call you queen, oh, I man. think. Not just. So no, I feel like before that, if she yeah. had gotten like, like, yeah, yeah. You, you may touch the champ, and be like, excuse me, like, I well, my fist is gonna touch your face <laughs> like, a couple of times, happened. and that's actually kind of what happens. Like Charlotte turns around and attacks <laughs> Becky, but Becky gets the better of her on the floor, throws her over the announce desk. Um, she picks Flair up again, throws her into the timekeeper's barricade, back into the ring, and gets a disarmor on her. And um, eventually Lynch lets go, holds title high, makes you leave. Not quite though. Heads mm-hmm. back, hits the Bexploder, suplex. Pretty exclamation point. Yes. Becky standing tall on the stage it. with her it's belt and Charlotte. 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 Where's Carla? Carla! Um, Goddamn Carla. Goddamn Carla's missing. Yeah, and that's how the show ends. That's how that cookie oh crumbled. God. Three fans of We're going to go and sign off, I believe, with that loud explosion. Going out with a bang. Exactly how that happened. Bang, bang. I think it was just like. Bang, bang. Probably the top of the other part. Nicole, bang, bang. So, uh. As always, the next. Please follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. The two most important places you can always find us are on. Okay, y'all. SoundCloud and Stitcher. Try that space. That's where you can hear Brittany Burby. <laughs> whenever, whenever you like, on demand. I, I, I stopped cutting them out. I just, I just stopped cutting them out. That's why you would cut them out. Oh, I just enjoy them. Cut them out. I don't know why you would cut them out. Cut it out. Oh my god. Yes. I want to watch the whole house now. Really, really bad. No, not Fuller House. But yeah, please original. follow us on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's where you can hear our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful <laughs> ramblings. And this stuff. <laughs> this random shit. <laughs> and as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, topics, shit you just want to talk about, please email us at 3 all lowercase, at gmail.com. We love talking about shit. Mm-hmm. We love shit talking to WWE. We're talking shit and talking about shit. Talk to us. About shit. Preferably, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, no. Preferably wrestling shit. <laughs> yeah, not human shit. Even really dog shit. We're out. We're done. We're done. Bye. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye.